Karen Civil is like a badass music agent. Um, she like, I don't even know her journey is like so incredible, but, um, basically she has worked with like Drake and, wow. uh, uh, Lil, Wayne. Lil Wayne, Backstreet Boys. Didn't she? He's the one who started the blog for Lil Wayne when he was in jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She is so awesome. And she now um, basically has her own organization where she works with um, different, uh, like, I almost said H&B because I mixed hip hop and R&B. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right? Um <laughs> But she really wants it. She knows it's such a male-dominated industry. Um, she wants to like give women a voice in that, and really, she actually is also known as like being the one who made Hillary Clinton cool. Like that's like her like uh-huh. mo- mo- like uh, mo. Um, really? Yeah. Taught her how to dance. <laughs> yeah. No, she she basically like gave her the kind of like drive in her campaign and had this big, huge like hip hop R and B like party. I think at the White House. Um, and she planned the whole thing and invited all these people. <laughs> it was like a Hillary Clinton event. It's crazy. Ah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, she's she's such a badass, and she's going to be an awesome one to hear from. So. We'll jump to her. I love the purple going on. You're, oh, you're have, you have all the she factor vibes going on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. How's your quarantine been? Have you been hanging in there? I'm sure you've been busy. Um, yeah, somewhat, but I've been good. I mean, no complaints. I'm in a very great space. I've been taking time for myself. I'm not trying to busy up my day with a million things. So I've just been using this time to reset, pour into me, have a great time, and just like... When business comes, it comes, but utilizing my platform to really push my philanthropy endeavors and work on a new business for 2021. So it's been really good. Good. That's the best. Yeah. I feel like that's been the one takeaway that I've heard from everyone is like, it just feels so good to just not be in like a complete rush mode, like have some stillness, some time to myself, like mm-hmm. kind of reflect and think about like what the next step of life looks like. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely feel that I've been right there with you, especially when you're go, go, go all the time. And especially like not entrepreneurship space, it's mm-hmm. crazy how much creativity can be sparked in a time like this, where you actually have some downtime to chill. <laughs> yeah. So like honor ourselves and listen to our hearts and sit, sit, sit still to see what he's like trying to teach us. But, um, like what the universe, God, whatever you believe in is trying to teach us. So I've just been trying to listen as much as possible. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we're talking about faith right now. And um, every month we talk about a different topic and this topic is, um, this month is faith. And I was just having a conversation with a gal this morning and she was saying, you know, like it's less about like what you're putting out and more about what you're taking in, like listening to yourself and getting grounded and getting still and, like hearing what the universe is trying to tell you to do is so crucial right now. So I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. And I actually was talking to my life coach the other day and her and I were having a conversation about how more than ever, this time is making us um, starve our egos and to feed our faith and to like feed love into one another. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so true. Just removing that. Why hasn't this person checked on me? What is this? What was me? Well, I'm not talking to them because they did X, Y, Z. And it's getting out of our heads. Stop thinking with our minds and like really listening and honoring our hearts and just being in that space of like, you know, being okay with the unknown and really more than ever. I see this as a test on faith 
on how to continue to walk in faith because you have to think this situation is like a dark alley. You know, when it's dark out, nobody wants to go. Why? Because it's no light. You can't see. You don't know what can come from the shadows and everything else. You get scared. But you, you're guided by faith with this same COVID situation happening. We're so scared. We don't know what's happening. What's the world going to be for the unknown? So I am relying more than ever on my faith to get me through this um, by using my platform in certain ways, doing certain ways, the way I even speak, um, the way I speak to myself, the way I speak to other people, the conversations I'm having, the, the information I am um, taking in, because this is the best part about this situation is we can pick and choose what we decide to bring into our world. So you can watch Netflix all day. You can watch Trump spew nonsense all day. So it's like, it's, it's, it's up to you. You can look at your Twitter, your Instagram, but you are in control of what you bring into your environment. So Karen, you've just created so much opportunity for yourself and like completely self-made, which is just so inspiring. You put in the hard work, you've just made yourself a visionary, a marketing mogul, just in the entertainment industry and all across the board. You've worked with artists such as Backstreet Boys, Lil Wayne, J.D. Williams, Drake, Nicki Minaj, like literally a dream come true, I think for a lot of the women watching. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've really just forged your own path, especially with KarenCivil.com, Live Civil, Always Civil. And there's so many things that we could talk about and obviously we don't have forever, but I really wanted to step back and look at and focus on your 20 year old self and stepping back into that space so that you're kind of in the shoes of all the women watching and taking this in today. So how did you create this opportunity for yourself, especially in such a male dominated industry like um, entertainment and rap and hip hop? Mm -hmm. And what really pointed you down this path and how did you run towards it? Um, for me, it started out, I was a fan of the Backstreet Boys and I grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And my biggest thing was not to become a product of my environment, which was just live the normal life of um, after high school, you know, you do the cheerleading thing, date the, the, the quarterback, and then you have a kid and you get married, that old lifetime country story. That wasn't me. I wanted to know the world outside of my community. So it started with an AOL disc. I got to talk to people around the country who had things in common with me. You know, here I am, a Haitian American, a Haitian Dominican American girl who, um, who doesn't have, who necessarily um, doesn't have people who have things in common with her. Like at the time, Haitian kids are listening to the Backstreet Boys and everyone at that time, like I did, did different identities, like even though it's all black, it's like, no, Haitians over here, Africans over here, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, it was so segregated. So, um, so I just really was knee deep into my online friendships and building it and building community. And I love the way that online had this community and I was able to start my website for the Backstreet Boys. I entered an MTV contest. Unfortunately, I didn't win. Um, but Jive Records still gave me the opportunity to meet them, which was incredible. So that was my way of seeing the internet can give me what I want. Because here's my favorite boy band in the world. And here I am getting to meet them. So after that, you know, I go into high school, college. I'm still figuring it out because I don't know what it is just yet. You know, I had a fan group for uh, J.D. Williams. And then from there, um, I entered this contest um, for this apprentice contest, not the one with Trump, but the one that Angie Martinez on seven in New York was doing. She had her second annual one. And I was just like, you know what? 
let me give it a try. I just came back from class. It was my first year in, in, in community college. I was like, let me give it a try. I entered, I wrote from my heart. I wasn't speaking from my head. I spoke from my heart. And, um, her apprentice who won the year prior, Mike called me right away. And he was just like, Hey, she absolutely, um, she loved what you had to say. She loves you. She wants you to come out. And to me, the rest was history. I took a chance on myself. Unfortunately, I didn't win the internship with her. It went from a hundred. I made it down to three, but I didn't look at that situation. Like life was over. That blessing wasn't meant for me. I got a bigger blessing, which was a week later, Funkmaster Flex reached out to me and was like, I'd like you to be my intern for my show. So that's really what, what got me into the door. And I said, as soon as I'm able to crack that thing open, I'm busting it wide open <laughs> myself. But for other women, like for other women and entrepreneurs, millennials, Generation Z, just anyone like me who is just still trying to figure it out, you know, it wasn't a title at the time for this. And I know I belonged in this space and I wanted to be there. And the toughest thing I would say, you know, is really believing in yourself, having that thick skin. And when you first start, those nerves are so bad. Like you take yourself, you psych yourself out of the game before it even starts. So I really had to like, mentally prepare myself. It wasn't even a physical thing. It was a mental thing. Every day I woke up and I said positive words to myself. I wrote in my journal. I told myself, I deserve this. You belong here. You're going to give greatness. And I kept speaking the goodness into my life and speaking it for me to the point like, Karen, I don't care if you believe this or not, you're going to, because you've said it so many times. And I did. And I gave 120% up there and I did as much as possible, but it, it created that domino effect where I went from hot 97 to diplomat records, to starting KarenCivil.com, to working with Lil Wayne, to then 10 years later, 10 years ago, moving to Los Angeles to work with Beats by Dre, to having a plethora of clients from Hillary Clinton to Ben Baller to Pusha T and Young Jeezy. And that all was into me believing in myself. I've had so many, I've had so many friends, family members, everybody who had limited potentials for their life. So they put those same hypocrisies upon you and they want, they're like, okay, because they haven't left their environment. They're like, oh, I don't think you should do that. And, you know, they say they worry for you or they want to keep you safe. No, you want to keep me limited. I don't want anyone around me who wants me to be good because I know God has put me on this earth to be excellent, to walk in purpose. So I don't want to waste any time being mediocre. I love that so much. And I think that's just such a strong message to convey right now is, you know, how can you reach your fullest potential and step into that power? And I know that you talk about that so much just across all your different platforms, owning and defining your path, unlocking your potential, living out your purpose. I love in your TEDx talk when you talk about playing the game, because we talk about that so much at She Factor. It's life is a game and like you can change it whenever you want. And like, this is your path. I think you say there's no permanent record in your life. You're the only one keeping a scorecard. Like all of that is just so powerful. Um, so what advice, especially, I, I love that you talk about failure too, because I think that's such an important part of our journeys, learning from those failures. So what, when you had those moments, when you got told no and got told that, you know, this wasn't the right opportunity, like how did you switch your mindset and get out of that, that failure mode and drive yourself forward and get into that forward thinking, like I've got to own my future mindset? You know, um, 
hearing no is the first time I heard a no and it, it just got so crazy was Angie Martinez when I didn't win. And I was like, wait, no, I did everything right. I was the best. I don't understand, you know? And I'm like, I was, no, there's no way. And that's when I had to realize like Karen, just because you have all the things and you have a, it looks great. Like it looks great on paper and you checked off all the boxes. That doesn't mean that this is for you. This is the path for you. This is the blessing for you. This is the opportunity. And you know what? I had to look at it like that because again, when I started, my mental strength was the biggest thing I worked on because I knew there were going to be times where I'd need thick skin. People were going to be disrespectful. People were going to try me. So I know I had to prepare myself for that. So that was my battle every morning before I would go to class or I'd go to um, the radio station is I'd have an hour of, you know, giving myself those pep talks, how I feel about myself, telling myself all the things that I love about me. So I don't have to worry about the world giving them to me or waiting for an accolade or a title that can be taken from you. That can, um, you have to also remember the compliments and the things that fuel you. If you're waiting for them from other people, they can also starve you. So that was my thing. That was just like, my thing is just like, once I lost that, that situation, I sulked for a little bit at home, but then I had to pick myself up and I had to remember that there is a lesson in the no. And I am allowing my ego to not let me hear the lesson because I felt as though I deserved it. And I kept saying, I, 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 and that was my ego. And once you remove that, once you remove that, that type of behavior and you get into a place of like, you know what? What's the lesson behind this? What can I learn from this situation? And start to start to switch your mindset into something more positive and a more learning experience. It's better for you because nobody wants to walk around with that emotional baggage of just heartache and heartbreak for no reason. So that's one thing I tell people is really, really have that mental strength. And when you look at certain situations that don't work out for you, ask yourself like, was this the right situation? Was it going to honor me? What can I learn from it to do better or to be better? And X, Y, Z. And it's just like going from there. And that's what I have to, to this day, I continuously tell myself when I get passed up for an opportunity, you know, it's like, Hey, what could I have done better? I'll reach out to them. I'm like, Hey, what could I have done better? Um, if you can give me any pointers or X, Y, Z, like just because it's not my blessing, it's a lesson. So regardless, you're winning. I love that so much. And I think that there's a lot to learn in this situation that we're all currently in. I know we were talking a little bit before we officially started just about listening to your intuition and listening to your gut and really embodying where the universe is telling you to go. So what advice do you have, especially for the graduates going through this time of uncertainty and chaos and um, just unknown um how what is your best advice to stay positive and excited and just really step into this next chapter of their life listen step into it it's everything you said step into it do not let this this situation that's happening um, mess up the years of work, the experiences, the memories with friends, the moments and everything else stop you from your happiness, your dedication to where you're going. This is just a small hiccup in the road of life, you know, and it's unfortunate, 
you know, I know there were so many people who were like, oh, I couldn't graduate or, or I didn't have my graduation ceremony or certain things. And so many people are coming together and creating moments for, for, uh, graduates, which is something that hasn't been done in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there championing you Do not feel like you are alone. Um, you are going to be great. This is an exciting time. And because we have to slow down a little bit, this gives you time to figure out, okay, what's next for me? You don't feel like you have to be rushed into starting your career or just knowing as soon as you throw that, that um, cap in the air, you're supposed to start your job the next day. Like give yourself time and room to breathe, to understand what's happening around you. Everybody, you may not be okay. That's okay too. You may not be productive. That's okay. You may need a minute, but honor yourself. Listen to your heart. See how you're feeling. Honor yourself. Just know that this is an exceptional, this is like a monumental moment. Do not let this COVID thing overshadow the greatness, the years of work, history, memories, laughs, fun, parties, nervousness, days you probably slept over, teachers who worked your nerves, and everything in between, because it's still going to be wonderful. Life is still going to be wonderful. And just know this is just a small little hiccup in the road of life. It's going to be so many more of these. Not to scare you guys, but like... (laughs) (laughs) So motivational, though. It's so inspiring. And I mean, obviously, seeing the path that you've paved for yourself. I looking back into your twenties and to when you were in the same spot, what do you wish that you would have known? Like what's the number one thing that you wish you could tell your 20 year old self? Um, I gotcha. <laughs> um, See, it's like when people, when people ask me that, I always say this thing, but then I don't want to come off. Like, I don't think I'd want to say anything to my 20 year old self because I don't want to, visit the past. I'm okay with the choices, whether they be good or bad, because they were lessons and they helped me create and shape the person that I am now. Um, But if I have to realistically answer it, just things are going to be okay. Honestly, because I take things so serious and I get so, I get so hard on myself and I beat myself up um, that at times I can be my worst enemy, that things are going to be okay. That's powerful though. I think just recognizing the fact that you can own everything that you've done in the past and that that was your past and it led you to where you are is a powerful place to be in. Um, So my last question for you, and I think this is really fun one, just to get everyone really pumped up and excited. This is water guys. This is water. It just looked weird. It just looked weird. It's mountain Valley. It just looked like a 40. I felt like, so I was like, let me just put it in the glass. You're, you're celebrating in typical college fashion, you know? (laughs) I love it. I love it. But, um, what is one of your favorite moments or memories from this journey that you've been on? We call it your journey to she, but like, what's one moment that really stands out to you? Um, let's see one moment. It would have to be going to the white house. And I still have this cause I was like cleaning out my, my desk and stuff. I have this. I went, Oh my gosh. I was so excited. They had like a whole reserved seat for me. Ooh, fancy. I can't believe yeah. you kept all of that. That's so amazing. 
but it was for Michelle Obama. So it was Young Women Empowering Communities, Champions of Change. It was in 2015. I opened up with remarks. This was the paper from the day. And it was just, it was just great because she invited only 25 women from across the United States. And the wow. fact that I got to be in that room, I got to go see Sunny. I got to go to that, you know, that room where they remembered where they found out, um, Osama bin Laden was dead and like I got to go to his office. I got to like eat some candy that had the logo. That was an incredible moment because it felt so it felt like so good. Like it felt so good. And they let me come with like my family and my friends. Mm. It just was such an amazing moment. And and I think it's just not even, I think I know that moment being able to go to the white house and them asking me to speak and then being a fan of me, they found me on Twitter and they're like, Hey, we love you. I'm like, what? (laughs) I love (laughs) y'all. That was, that was really cool. Them being, you know, them breaking like a little bit of protocol and me getting a tour and seeing everything, being able to see his office, look, being at Michelle's podium and practicing her speech. Like that meant a lot to me. And that let me know like, damn, Karen, this is like, you made it. You made it, girl. (laughs) Yes. You deserve this. And to the person, to the, you know, to the graduates and everyone listening, like, I'm so excited for you guys walk in your purpose, be great, understand it's going to take time to know what you want to do. Take some time off if you need it. Figure out who you are as an individual. It's okay. Don't put a time limit on your success. If you need to eat ramen for the first 30 days because you need to save for a GoPro, do what you have to do. <laughs> understand social media is a highlight reel. Everyone doesn't show their missteps, but live your life. But remember to live your life. Thank you so much, Karen. That was incredible and just such a powerful message. Yes, thank thank you you for everything. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this amazing message from you and get to follow your journey. So thank you you for everything. No problem. Um, Let us know if there's anything else that we can do. We're just so grateful and blessed to have you be a part of this. And I know everyone will be so excited to have you be a part of it too. Thank you so much. I love your sweater. (laughs) Oh, we've got to send you one. This is a She Factor sweater. Yeah, we'll Jen, you one. Can I get my sweater, please. I love that. <laughs> we'll, we'll have it sent your way. Thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. All right. And um, one more thing. Congratulations yeah. to the class of 2020. Uh, love you guys. Congratulations, man. So much love and light to everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for everything.